Hello and welcome to the first official podcast of the year. Last week's podcast was a podcast that I did with John Kenny because I was um, ill and I'm now, I'm 10 days in and I still haven't shifted it. Anyway, this week I want to talk about moving forward and the ultimate goal and what 2024 has in store for you. Have you thought about that? Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast, which is featured in Feedspot's top 10 of emotional abuse podcasts. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and in here, we explore areas others fear to tread. I'm the founder of The Divorce Sanctuary and creator of Wound Talking and The Original Wound. I'm also author of Finding Lily, The A to Z of Emotional Abuse and Divorce Matters. I've been a woundologist for over 20 years, working with past life wounds, clearing ancestral trauma, and working with this life wounding. And it's through my own personal journey I know how much this hurts and how confusing life becomes. So many questions, no real answers. And I'm on a mission to help and educate as many people as I can on the effects of trauma on our lives and our children's lives, and helping them heal the wounds of our mothers and our fathers. It stops here, it stops now, and it stops with us. So, welcome along for the journey of a lifetime. And you are very, very welcome. I'm sat here, snuggled up under a duvet, actually, and um, I've got a cup of tea. I do not know, uh, I can't even tell you how ill I was for the first two or three days. I couldn't even get out of bed. I had to get out because I had a dog to walk and some cats to feed, but that was it I was straight back in under the duvet it was horrendous I'm 10 days in and I still haven't shifted it anyway it is what it is I'm obviously supposed to be resting I don't know what is going on and what the universe is the message is for me but I'm trying to heed it as much as I can I want to talk about 2024 where we're going where I'm going where you're going I want to talk about the ultimate goals and I touched a little tiny bit on this in the last podcast or the second to last podcast I'm not really sure now where we are I spoke about something called Faraday's cage in I think it was the last one of 2023 or the second to last podcast that is and then I did if you haven't had a chance to tune in I did a distance healing and I'm still offering those personalised ones if you want those. Um, I put the link in the notes below. And they are honestly, they're one, very, very powerful. And two, I think they're about £10 or £12. I think it's £10. So it's probably about $12. So it's a bargain for what they do and how they work or how it works. So I will put the link below. But I did touch upon this, the podcast before that. I spoke about something called Faraday's Cage. It was following a a, a TikTok that I'd seen. And this person was talking about an experiment that took place and the ultimate energy or vibration. So they tested the area and there was no interference energetically with things like, you know, um, static from phones and radio waves and things like that. There was nothing. It was a complete unit so that they knew when people went in there that they were purely reading the energy of that person's body. I want you to think about 2024. And when you're thinking and, and looking at what you want, want to replicate this, 
without the Faraday's cage, obviously, because we haven't got one or I haven't got one. The ultimate goal is authenticity. And this is what they found when they were down there, when they were measuring people's energies. They could tell if a person entered them um, into this cage. They could tell whether they were jealous, whether they were experiencing shame, whether they were happy or whether they were sad. They could tell that by the frequency of the vibration. And the highest one that they came to discover was the ultimate vibration, was authenticity. When I look back to around 2012 to 2016, everyone was, it was like a bit of a buzzword, authenticity. I'm authentic. I'm being authentic. To me, it was a buzzword. To be authentic is to know exactly who you are and to stand in that energy, confident, I'm not saying it isn't unachievable, but to purely live in that state of this is who I am and this is what I want. I'm going to hazard a guess for me personally, it would be quite hard. Am I being authentic? And maybe that's a question I need to ask myself every day. Am I being authentic? Am I doing something? Because this is where the energy shifts. Am I doing something because it ties in with what I want or am I doing this because it ties in with what somebody else wants or expects of me so I did a live in my group yesterday it wasn't a particularly brilliant one purely because I'm still feeling I feel like I've got flu brain not like pregnancy brain or um, fog brain it is a little bit fog brain I can't seem to string a huge amount of words together and my mind and my and my mouth don't seem to be working in unison but I right at the end I came out with this gem and I do have moments where I just the clarity comes through and it's what do you want and where do you want to be um, how do you want your energy to feel? Emotionally abusive relationships steal everything. Literally, you um, emotionally drained, physically drained, mentally drained, spiritually drained, financially drained. There's nothing. So how can your vibration be authentic? How can it be true to you? If that's our gauge, right in the centre, it's a, a line that comes down and it says, my authenticity, this is who I am at the core, this is what I want, this is what my life, I would like my life to be like. So when you think about what you would like your life to be like, how does it make you feel? If it makes you feel icky, then we need to look at what the ickiness or the stickiness or the gooiness is. Is it because you don't believe that? Is it because of a wound that has arrived or that has been given to you? I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but when I came out of the relationship of all relationships that woke me up to this. And this is why I'm so grateful to have experienced it. It was one of the most painful things I'd experienced. I had been there and experienced something similar before. And I wrote about that in Finding Lily. This confusion was even more because I've been told one thing and I was still being told that, you know, oh, we're meant to be together. You shouldn't be going through this alone with some of the messages. I need to be there for you. I want to support you. It went on behind the hoovering and I had no idea that's what it was was either. And I was caught because I knew it wasn't a healthy relationship and it took me and it's still, I'm still recovering financially and that isn't a lie. 
I still am recovering financially from that. Emotionally, I think I'm okay. Emotionally, I think I've got most of the earworms and that's how I see them. Those words that are released in, making you doubt who you are, whether you can do this alone, whether you should be on your own. I think I've got most of those now. Mentally, yeah, I think I did that a few years ago as well. Physically, no, I'm working on my physical. Spiritually, where am I spiritually? Completely different person. Spiritually, I'm the same, but I've de- with a deeper understanding, a deeper knowing, a realization that I had to experience this pain to get me to where I needed to be, to heal the very deep wounds to challenge some of the things that happened to me. And financially, as I said, I'm still working on that one. And I believe finances are also linked to how we perceive ourselves, how we see ourselves, to our self-esteem, as does that to our physical space. I remember living in a cottage many, many, many years ago. It was very damp and it wasn't congruent to our health. And as I was healing and recovering because I'd been left the first time in an extremely awful financial situation with children. I went to someone's house and she just moved house and I suddenly realised that I deserved to be living in a nicer environment. My kids deserved to be living in a nicer environment and we tried moving and in fact we had been living in another cottage in the middle of a field which was just idyllic and we'd had to move. So this is all, it's all linked. It's all a vibration. When my vibration went up and met with how and where I should be living, the house just appeared and literally just appeared. And I walked in and through the front door. And as I stood on the doormat, I knew that I should be living there. That was my home. So vibration is everything. It's how we feel. And if we've got a low vibration and coming out of an emotionally abusive relationship the way you see yourself isn't the way other people see you and somebody said to me a few months ago now you just amaze me I, I have seen you so many times now it's how you pick yourself up how you pick yourself up after going through something so horrific and continue that's part of the healing that's also part of I don't know maybe there's something in my DNA I recognise that I'm at a certain point. It's like learning, like a child learning to walk. It doesn't go, I've fallen over, I'm not going to try. It keeps getting up and it keeps trying and learning a different way. Okay, that didn't work last time, but if I hold my back straighter, it probably, it doesn't think like that, but that's, it readjusts its position and we can do that. And 2024 can be that readjustment of a position. So at the end of the live yesterday, I said something along the lines, I probably have to really listen to it again, but I said something along the lines of, even if you feel that you should be back in that relationship, that's a decision that you make. You might feel that it's safer for you in that relationship. It's the energy within what you want. It's not the relationship. It's the vibration and the energy within what you want and what you need. So it might be that you go back into a relationship and honestly, hands up, no judgment whatsoever. I would have done it many times. I would have gone back because it felt safer. I know it's the wrong thing. 
I knew it would be the wrong thing doing it. But there were times when it was so painful and I could not function. I didn't know how to function that it would have been easier in that relationship. So that is what the focus should be. What do you want if you want to be in that relationship? What is it that that relationship gives you? And is it safety and security? And what does that feel like? What does that feel like in your body? And get a pen and a paper if you can and record it. So it's not the relationship itself. Any relationship could give you that. It's what you are looking for. And as I said, any relationship can give you that. It's just you've been programmed. That relationship is where you're going to get it from. You might be in a different place. You might be in a place of, no, I'm done. I'm out. I'm closing the door on this chapter. I'm moving forward. Every so often in my group, I post, you know, what's the next chapter? Usually maybe every six months or something. What's the next chapter called of your life? What would you call it? What's the name of the next chapter? You might be saying, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not going back. This is about looking forward and taking that energy forward. It's so powerful to harness that energy. It's so powerful. When you can keep remembering and reminding your body that's how you want to feel, that's how you deserve to feel, not a negative emotion, only the positive. The negative is the lower energy, the denser, dark energy. You might feel that you only deserve the worst. You don't deserve to be in a good relationship. You don't deserve to be loved. Everybody, everybody deserves to be seen and heard and it might be that you didn't experience that in childhood it might be that those needs weren't met I was just listening to the beginning of a podcast with Thierry Henry and this guy who looks like he's got everything said he was fed and he was and there was a roof over his head but his basic needs for love weren't met and he was looking for attention and acknowledgement from his father he said the moment his father held him his father said this child is going to be the world a world-class footballer and he said he everything he did was to fulfill that for his father so this is why it's so important to know what it is that you want and to know that you deserve only the best and if you can, to find a way of seeing and, and, and hearing yourself, acknowledging who you are, for the greatness that you are, for the person, this amazing person that you are. So what does 2024 hold for you? This isn't about asking, this is about telling 2024. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I expect. This is what I deserve. This is how I want to feel. I've got a workbook that's on Etsy as well and it's called That's For Me and I wrote it during the summer but I didn't publish it for a while. It's about leaning in, it's about getting in tune what what it is and then using certain phrases. Um, One of the phrases is that's for me. Raising your vibration to meet your expectations, to meet what your life should be like. Now, as I said, if you want to get back into the relationship with your abusive ex, that is your decision. That is a decision. Nobody is going to judge you. But ask yourself why you want to get into a relationship that doesn't match your energy, that puts you down that destroys your self-esteem. And if it's for security and safety, which is an oxymoron, but if it is for that, because you can't see a way out, then look and feel 
what it is. What safety and security mean to you? Whatever the words are, what does that mean to you? And then start raising your energy and your vibration. We all vibrate. Everything vibrates. The planet vibrates at, I'm gonna, hopefully I've got this right, 7.82 hertz. You have like a thumbprint, a unique vibration. Start looking, I'll put the link to that workbook because that's really handy. And not only that, it's like a month's, I mean, you can use it longer than that, but you can, once you've, once you've completed it and you've achieved that, you just print it off again and go through and up level again. I must get it out actually and redo mine. It's a perfect time to start. And we've got the Chinese New Year coming up on the 20th something of, of January. We've got other stuff happening. Renewal is around us all the time. You don't have to wait until the 1st of January. Every day is the start of a new year. You've got equinoxes, other celebrations that are going on. If your divorce is final, that's the start of a new life, a new year. Start looking at things slightly differently, nurturing every area of your life. I hope this week has been helpful. It's such a powerful thing that you can do for yourself. When you realise that you actually deserve, listen to that word and how it feels. It might not be the right word for you, but when you realise some of the negative thought patterns, some of the things that you've been told are wrong about you and you can bash them one of those games with a hammer and it pops up those spongy things pop up and you try and hit them you can do the same with these thoughts and processes and if you want to know more i will put some links below and you can book a session with me it's completely painless i promise you but it's life-changing i'll put the link as said below to the distance healing and that I use, I will tune into your individual uh, wounds. I work with 30 original wounds and it's 15 ancestral and 15 past life and see if there are any coming up or what's coming up rather, sorry, and clear them. But I also go deeper. So under the 30, I, I will check in with another two versions of that. So it's a really deep clearing so I'll put the links below if you are interested. And fingers crossed I'll be able to talk next week properly and think my mouth and my mind will be more coordinated. And sending you loads and loads of love until next time.